are you being the talent and are you being the visionary and are you doing both parts effectively? And if you're not, then you ask yourself, which one am I most effective at? The talent or the vision? But there are some people who are very, very, very good at both the execution and seeing the big picture that you're like, you're good in the details in this moment right now. And you can see the big picture of it. And three, two, one. You're listening to the real social proof podcast with Mr. Sleepers for suckers himself, David Shand. Let's get it. Welcome to another edition of the social proof podcast. I am Donnie Wiggins. I'm David. That's David. I'm David. We are here, man, uh, to talk entrepreneurship, how to grow stuff. Um, how to be committed to stuff, have longevity in your business. How to not have commitment issues. How to not have commitment issues. We just found out that somebody has commitment issues, but she just doesn't want to accept it. Yeah. And right. she is not me. Jump in the chair. Go ahead, sit in the chair. Sit in the chair. We're skipping the week? No, nah, we'll get to it. It's just so important. We're in the moment. We are in the moment. We're in the moment right here. Okay, so grab the mic. Okay. So, do you have commitment issues? I never thought of myself as that closer. type. Oh. Right. Is that better? Yeah. Be I never thought of myself as a person with commitment issues until y'all said that. Because I've always looked at it like I've been wanting to do fashion since I was a child. I never quit on that idea. So, in my head, that was being committed. Yeah. So, but, I, I think you're committed to what you like to do, but... If you don't have a specific project, like if you're saying I want to be in fashion, but I am a um, a stylist. Right. Mm -hmm. And I've been being a stylist for the last four or five, six years. I've been going to every set that I can go to every Mm. whatever for the last six. Then you're like, oh, well, I've consistently been working. But if it's like I want to be in fashion, I'm going to start a T-shirt brand. I don't work. Okay, I'm going to do dresses. Uh, That doesn't I'm not super committed to that or. Like what? I get what you're to, saying. Yeah. yeah, I feel like recently um, I've gotten more clarity on what my mission is, mm-hmm. and I've realized that like my goal or my mission is to be the example and then go and help other Black women do the same thing. So my brand, Jael, I envision it holding the same weight as Gucci. Like mm. that's how big I want to build a brand. So. Uh, realizing that now I hold everything I do to like a much higher standard because in order for me to even get to that level is certain things that I can't allow, certain things that I can't accept. So this whole month, I want to say I've been working on like um, rebuilding habits that I know I need to be be able to get to that place. So like I said, like uh, before y'all started um, recording, I spent like a year in my internship. Like I had to steward over my craft. Like uh, the designer that I was working with, he helped me accountable to practicing every single week. Like I had to. But once I left working with him, I stopped. And I could feel that it was like, um, like when I was working with him, my creativity was like on a whole new high. And then when I stopped, I started to feel like uh, I was going through like a creative drought. So even this past month, I start. I got me accountability partner in that area. So now I have somebody who I can practice with every single week. Um, and just like even I, I try to get accountability partner for like the business side of my business, like someone else who I know is trying to grow a brand and we can meet together every week. 
and focus on like building a brand, um, like building our brands. And so I can't say that, oh, I've been doing that for a long time now because I just started this month. But I will say something has finally changed in me. Um, And you talked about it recently. I don't know if it was like on good. I don't know if it was on morning meetup or something, but you say you go through life and you have things that finally just it changes everything for you. Like when you talked about being a cheesecake, a cheesecake factory and they were like, oh, you've been here for three years, you know, and you said that changed everything for you. And um, I just finally had that switch in me where everything just changed. And I realized like what I'm doing is so much more bigger than me. Like the people who purchase from my business now, it's more than just, oh, I'm buying a dress from her. It's like I'm making a statement by choosing her over Gucci, Versace, all of these places, even like all the ideas like God has given me for my sewing company that I have to help black women get to that same point. Like, that's why I have to have my own fabric store. I have to have my own sewing machines. I have to have all of this, like my sewing classes, all of that. I have to have commitment and consistency. So your goal is I just want you to I just want to set a goal. Do something. Mm-hmm. consistently for a long period of time. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's whatever that's going to be, whether it's going to be making dresses. I just don't want to see you next year. Next year. She's like, well, I don't do that no more. I, do I, do oh, well, I have been doing dresses for like a couple of years. Once I drop out of college. Yeah. Right. Uh, once I drop out. How many dresses out of- you think you've made all together in your life? Um, let's say like 25 a year since like, or maybe 30, 25 to 30 a year since 28. Mm. So yeah, I have that's been true. doing that's that really consistently. Consistent. I, I I didn't think about that as like something being consistent with. But you got your dress? I did get my dress. Mm-hmm. I she made me a beautiful dress I for my birthday I that I did not get to wear because I got sick. I All had right. COVID. So right. there's that. Now I don't have like I need like a to do. She made me a dress so fly that I can't just wear it to dinner. Really? I, I have to. I have to wear it somewhere. It has to be a big deal. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. All right. Would you be offended if I just did a photo shoot in it? No, actually. I just got to <laughs> wear it. <laughs> yeah. No. I, I, I definitely want to see it. I'm really proud of you. Thank really you. you. I really appreciate that. All right. Um, how's your week? Um, This last seven days was better than the previous seven days. I'll say that. Um. I am on, I am in week two of my 90 day self-development journey, just on a journey to be the best version of myself. Mm-hmm. And for me, what I realize is when I get into these places mentally um, that I'm trying to get out of, I start connecting the dots and I realize maybe I've gotten away from my, my rituals, my habits, my routines. And that's exactly what happened. Um, you know, I have a routine where I meditate, I pray, I journal every single day like clockwork. And I got away from those things because the day started catching up to me. I used to be really, really consistent with owning the first two hours of my day every day. But then you start going to bed later, waking up later. And now I can't own the first two hours because I have a meeting in 45 minutes. And that means now I have to skip meditation or I have to skip journaling. And for me, doing those things, not doing those things really, really, really uh, throws me off of of my journey because I am I'm a writer and a reader by nature. Like that's just I'm a communicator. So sometimes when there are things that you're thinking through and you don't have an opportunity to communicate them out, 
it just becomes a bunch of cloudiness in your head. So I have to write my thoughts out. I have to write out exactly what I'm doing. So anyway, I am in two in uh, about to complete the second week on my 90 day development journey. And I am feeling really good. I got to get control of going to bed at a better time. How about you? How's your Um, week? Week was awesome. Literally just got off the plane from uh, LA this morning and uh, went home, took a shower, was on the morning meetup, came straight here. Uh, but everything's good, man. The lighting system is going up in a new space. It is going to look amazing. We did two interviews yesterday and I, I'm going out to LA every month mm-hmm. to one. It's just like my, my vision is just a little bigger. What's so funny? What happened? Uh, was your, what, what happened about him going to LA? They gotta tell us the joke now. Like you're, interrupting the show <laughs> with your laughter. We got okay, to tell, tell us what it is. This might be a good uh, topic of conversation. <laughs> it's got to be good. It's going to be good. It should be Not, good. I was asking Reese how um, LA was. He was just saying how busy it was. And I said, oh, that's just the travel life. Mm-hmm. You got used to it. Because I know, I know how it is where you don't know what's going on. You don't know what to expect. You don't know what's going to happen. So it's like you want to plan in your head something to do, but you can't. Because Dave is like, let's see, we'll do this. Eh, I don't feel it no more. Let's go do this. We didn't do that much, I mean, though, you did You know, you probably didn't do that much. But in my head, I just know what that's like. Because I've, yeah, I've experienced for sure. that for Reese. So it's just like, you know, him experiencing it's kind of funny. Just like you talking about going to L.A. every month. And I was like, oh, that's, yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. You are it's nonstop. It's go time. You're nonstop. Yeah, so <laughs> I w- did one interview. And then Mark sent me a young lady. He was like, yo, you should interview her. And I looked at, she owns, um, she owns like some clubs out there. And he said like one of the top beauty supply stores out there. Mm-hmm. So he was like, yo, just try to, just try to do the interview today. I'm like, I'm not about to call. Like, yo, we got a few hours. If you want to do the interview. And I couldn't do it anyway, but he set up his studio and he wanted to use the studio. So I'm like, all right, I'll reach out. to. Her. I know there's no way this woman who's lit is going to be ready. So I, I DM her like, yo, what's up? Um, I'm David. I got a podcast, social podcast. I love the interview while I'm in LA. She replied immediately. Yo, I would love to. I'm like, dang, that's crazy. The second interview we went to, um, shouts out to happy ice. They got a, it's, it's a really, really dope story. And he's just brilliant. That interview is crazy, but the guy blame it on Quay. Mm-hmm, you familiar? Mm-hmm. So he was there. He just happened to be there. Like they were like together. And I didn't know who it was because he didn't have his like whole outfit on. Yeah. Just, you know what I mean? And he was like, yo, the guy was like, yo, this is Dave. He got a podcast. He was like, yo, I, I watch your stuff, man. I just see you did a pretty view. I was like, dang, he got like almost six million followers. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, this He's is lit. crazy. He's lit. All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. 
with NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. and it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash socialproof. That's netsuite.com slash socialproof. netsuite.com slash socialproof. So I realized that you just got to keep working. And you hear the phrase like, you never know who's watching, but I literally experience that through just consistent see we 200 something episodes in and i i told myself like i am just i'm i i I gotta go out there regularly and more consistently and do more podcasts not for podcast sake but to get in different circles Mm -hmm. so we did an interview with cornell he's like just a bunch of youtube followers and instagram followers like over a million and some of the people where I watched their skits, they were just like walking in the room. I'm like, yo, I'm a big fan. They're like, oh, I like your podcast, stuff like that. It's crazy. So I figure we're, we're in Atlanta. Obviously, we have, you know, all the dope entrepreneurs in Atlanta and, you know, kind of like the surrounding area. We got the Miamis and all that. But there's a whole nother like crew mm-hmm. or industry over there. So I'm like, OK, let's go time. And I saw a sign. I forgot the guy's name, but it said the the best interviewer on TV or something like that. I was offended. <laughs> like, who's he talking to? Like, <laughs> like he was, it was a, it was a flyer. And this guy's got buses and all that kind of stuff. I forgot the guy's name, but it's, he's, and I saw it a few months ago and then I saw it again. And I said, Oh, I got to come over here. I got to come over here and really show y'all what's going on. Right. Cause so, they don't have, they don't know. They don't know. They have no, they idea. have no idea. So you want to go next month? Yeah. What is it? You got the dates? Uh, like the 16th, whatever, 16th, 17th and 18th. Let's do it. We'll go speak at a school. So, yeah. So, um, nah, that's, that's really exciting. But talking to him, actually, um, he has like a, uh, it's like water ice. Most people don't know what water ice is, but it's like Italian ice, I guess it'd mm-hmm. be most familiar. He started his Italian ice business and he started with a truck. He said his first year, he made 300,000. Next year, made 500,000. Get this. In LA, you can get a food truck, right? Mm-hmm. And you can park the food truck wherever you can park. If there's that a meter, there's a meter there, you just pay the meter. Mm. He made 300,000 at this one spot in front of this meter. He just keeps feeding the meter. And you don't a need year. to have a 300,000. I mean, I, Joe. You never know. But that's wild. Yo, you can literally, whatever no it is permit. you want. 
I think you get like a um you get like a obviously food truck license or whatever you. that you just pull up. But you just pull up. But you know in Atlanta, you need a permit to sit here, you need a permit. If you're double parked, it's exactly. a fine. Yo, he said anywhere there's a parking space, you can park a food truck and you can get busy no so matter what where it is. I'm not about to sit in a food truck. I'm not sitting in a food truck, but we know people who will gladly sit in a food truck. We know people who are talented that deserve a food truck. Mm. Yo, and I'm trying to get clarity. I'm like, yo, so if there's a festival, there's a big sporting event. He's like, yo, if you can find a parking spot, you can sit there. Yo, a Laker game, championship final. If there's a parking spot, you can park there and get busy. Hmm. I would be parked there a few days in advance. Pay whatever the fee is. Whatever the fee is. I'm, I'm parking the, the week before <laughs> just yeah. to get into that spot. He says first year, he'll just come early, 7 a.m., secure that same spot. Mm-hmm. Just feed the meter. You know, it's um, it's really interesting because you can make money from anything. From anything. What's the chick? Is it is, is it pronounced bad baby? Bad, yeah. Bad baby. Baddie just baby. did baddie so, baby. Something like that. Just did $52 million $52 on OnlyFans. Damn. And it said that she didn't do any nudity, that she was just um in lingerie sending, you know. So she posted this video because the whole thing started because she purchased this house in Florida for six million dollars cash. And so the blogs ate her up. Oh, she'll be broke, you know, in a year. If if you want to be broke by next year, just say that. Like all of that was going around about her because she purchased this dope crib, six mm. million dollars cash. I think it's in Miami, but somewhere in Florida. And so she let that go around for a couple of weeks, not responding to it. And finally, a couple of days ago, she released a screenshot of her earnings from OnlyFans and it was $52 million. And then the blogs ate her up for that. And all the people in the comments saying, oh, that's Photoshop. I know Photoshop when I see it. Hate so everywhere. then your girl this? can't hate God everywhere. Way. So then she comes back with a video. Onlyfans.com scrolling up through her back office and it shows you the breakdown of how she made um, the $52 million. And I believe it's been a little more than a year. That's cr- What's her talent? She's 18 What's she doing? years old. So her talent, uh, well, I don't know what her, she's the catch me outside chick. Right. But what does she do? Is, she, is it music? Is it Nothing. I think she tried some music. Yeah, I think she tried some music and that wasn't her lane, but OnlyFans is her bread and butter. (laughs) Well, I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know enough about her. I just How'd she do that? But so here's the thing. So she's 18 years old. And of course, people who are familiar with OnlyFans, I read through the comments on, they were saying that there is, there were so many men waiting for her to turn 18. Mm, Weird. Gross, right? But, but she knows her market. She knows her market. There are so many, there were so many men waiting for her to turn 18. And so many people in the comments are subscribed to her and they were saying she shows nothing, like no nudity, it's just all lingerie. But I did notice that like 20 plus million came from the DMs in her OnlyFans. So it's like, I'll show you this on my profile if you're paying at this rate. But if you want a little bit different, um, hit me in my in my messages, right? So I don't know what goes on in the in the DMs, but there were people who claimed that they're in her DMs and it's still not nudity. Regardless, like there were people on OnlyFans when it first came out making millions just foot modeling and you know 
responding to fetishes of pe- we can make money doing anything anything I'm sorry, only so about that i was thinking like 52 million dollars i'm not sure how much i care what y'all think <laughs> <laughs> i'm not sure how many cares i have to give at that point right like look it, that's a whole different that's a whole different type of income and, and in all seriousness I mean, can business coaches thrive on OnlyFans? I'm starting to hear that some are, but you never, I think maybe some behind the scenes, let me ask y'all, okay, just behind the scenes, like photo shoots and stuff, lifestyle shoots and stuff, would y'all pay $5 or $10 to see your boy? That's <laughs> Yeah, as a person. What I was thinking was like, Seriously, I'm going to start an OnlyFans. Let's start an OnlyFans. Let's start an OnlyFans. But this is, what, this is what I want to do. I want to do an OnlyFans and I want to kind of like show the behind the scenes of me getting dressed. Not the physical act of me getting dressed, but like here's, you know, how the TikToks go. Here's outfit number one. Here's outfit number two. What do you like? Like I'm getting dressed Ooh. behind the scenes. Is that why you've been working out crazy? Yo, million. God makes She's- things <laughs> fit together and you don't even know what you, what's being worked on, but but no, seriously, like, what if we start and we talk a little bit and people will subscribe for that, but you get the behind the scenes. Like, today, David is going to take you behind the scenes of shopping or getting dressed or Donnie's going to take you behind the scenes of getting dressed and photo shoots. Like, it's li- yo. You know what? I'll I be think dope. people will really subscribe to that. My sister watches this YouTube channel of girls just getting dressed and trying to outfit. And I'm like, yo, it's all they're doing? She's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. They have thousands and millions of subscribers. Mm-hmm. And if you think about it, like, all these people reading comments on YouTube talking about you, Donnie. Let's get this money. Let's get this money. Yeah, you got fans. You got fans. You got only DC. fans. <laughs> <laughs> yo, the thi- yo, it's so many. It's so many ways. To- Let us know in the comments if David and I started an OnlyFans channel. One, would you subscribe? But two, what do you want to see? Yo, and I really no, because the people the people who watch the Social Proof podcast are highly integral individuals and nobody is going to say that they want to see either of us dropping it like it's hot. So seriously, what? I don't know. I've been intermittent fasting. My joining is bad. So you never know. <laughs> it's like a little, a little, little mini salt. muffin you know it's a little, little mini, mini muffin. muffin no seriously what do you guys want to see like would you be interested in the behind the scenes a day in the life of how we make decisions dealing with you know certain situations I mean and we can make it we can make it slightly sexy because it's just it's us right I make it a little sexy we can make it a little fun for you yo the, the thing yo people I, I think you just gotta figure out what your market is she found her market and She's just delivering to them what they wanted. Right. So I think we all, I don't know, what is, what is y'all biggest hesitation? Like, why, why haven't we, go to the chair. Why haven't you really put your foot on the gas? Like, what are we so afraid of to jump out there and do? Cause I'm sure if she's not like showing nudity, Somebody probably said to go on OnlyFans, make some money. You got to show some nudity. She's like, ah, maybe not. I don't have to do what all of y'all are doing. And it worked. Well, I think that she wasn't. I think she started in the lane of not showing nudity because if if I am correct, I think she started her OnlyFans under 18 mm-hmm. and under 18, you can't have nudity. Um, And now she is 18 and it's still popping. 
So, I mean, at this point, your girl can retire for life with the right She's financial. Good. Yeah, she, you're good. You're set for it. life. Now you just make the right investments and you let that money grow. Cause I will, ne- I would never show it at 52. At this point, you'd be stupid to show your body at, for you to make 52 million bucks. That's a fact. That's a fact. What's your hesitation? Hesitation is the stigma that OnlyFans has. Um, I know a lot of dudes would love to see me um, in some lingerie. Like, I get that in my DMs all the time. <laughs> Do that? Yeah. Guys or girls? <clears throat> oh, both guys and girls. But, like, a lot of guys. Like, guys, guys get off really? on that. Yeah. Um, oh, because you're, like, tomboyish and they want to see what's going on? Yeah, like, guys approach me all the time. They just, I don't know. I don't know why. But that's also really weird to me because I, I would hate for more guys to approach me in real life. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like the DMs is one thing. Listen, if you need management, David and I were really just talking about starting an entity where we represented other entrepreneurs. Check this though, which is ill, right? Because you normally, you normally dress like, you don't dress like super duper feminine, right? Mm -hmm. Not even a little bit feminine. But because that's not something that she normally does, Mm And OnlyFans will be dope if we get to see her in those looks. Do you know um, Jada? Yeah, yeah, I connected with her. Um, uh, Remember, I cool. told you you give me Jada vibes. Yeah, did you agree? Yeah. Do you agree? Um, yeah, we're pretty cool. So Jada, back in the day, and I'm not sure if you used to, but back in the day, Jada was super feminine. Like yeah. she's not feminine anymore. Jada was and Jada fine, she right? Was never super feminine. I mean, I scrolled down. Not, not yeah, super I, I feminine. Did. Yeah, I met her when she was like 16 or 15. Like, she always been Jada. She was Jada showing t-shirts. Was su- no, J- Jada went She's to- feminine, but she's she not- She was super feminine. She went to the prom with guys and she had on her dress and her boobs out, her stilettos, her <laughs> makeup. It's so important that black voices are represented in black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of black uh, voices and influencers from black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR. Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. That Monday, yeah. she was jaded. <laughs> My mom got me from too. She really got me Anyway, too. what I'm saying is whenever Jada posts those flashbacks, the guys go nuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's facts. They go nuts. 
if you need management. Well, well, let me tell you like the plan for this summer. So I've been like communicating with a lot of different influencers in Atlanta. And so I was going to do blind dates with like with dudes and then I was going to dress super girly. Then we're going to do a part two and <laughs> I'm going to come dress like regular. And so I'm just going to do that. Like, you know what I'm saying? I was, I was going to do that anyways. And so if I did that in combination with OnlyFans, I'd probably run up a fat bag um, because people will be mad curious. And that's what mm. people pay for is like curiosity. And I got to ask, okay, just out of curiosity, do you want to do that? Like, are you going the guy side or kind of? What do you mean? Date? You, you don't date guys, right? I, yeah, I do date guys. But I mean, I date, I've been dating a girl for like two years. Yeah, I date guys. Um, oh. But not like, they date me. How about that? <laughs> yeah, guys date me. My kind of girl. Yeah, they, date me. <laughs> yeah, they more so they date, date me, me, but like... Um, what do you mean? Hold on, hold on. Like, I, need you to, I need you to elaborate on the difference. Yeah. Okay, so the difference of me dating someone and they're dating me is that more so they're more interested in me and I'm entertaining it. And For a like, meal? No, I mean, they, they, I mean, you know, not most times. Most times they like, I just be like, oh, you're cool people. I'll entertain it for a little bit. And then. So you're hanging out and they're lusting. Yeah. And like, I think the last time I uh, really like dated a guy, he got so mad that I like girls. And I'm like, I never lied about that. Like, yeah. I've never lied. And he used to just argue with me. And I'm like, I can't even deal with this. But do you actually like guys? Like, could you see yourself dating a guy or a girl long term for long term relationships? Um, I could. Yeah, I could. I mean, I just kind of, I'm here for the vibes. So like, if you're cool people, then we get along, then it, you know, it's whatever. Like I have all brothers, so I get along with you. Yo, David, you I'm, drop, I'm seeing the marketability in this. hundred percent. Yo, you drop all these <laughs> after this because there's like, there's like hope. There's like a, yo, she's. You always that? have to leave hope. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Is that, yo, you, your girl got game. Yeah, she knows, she knows <laughs> You got to leave them hopeful. Yo, Absolutely. Yo, I, was, I was just talking to, um, I was having a conversation with, uh, with my boy. I don't say his name. Just, I don't know. One of the best, like one of the best speakers that I ever met in my life. Like talent wise, he's amazing. He's like, you know, kind of asking questions on how do I kind of get past that and grow kind of building the brand. And the thing is, the most talented person, I think Myron said it, he said, there's good and bad news. The good news is the most talented person in your city isn't the most successful. Right. The most talented person in your city is not the most successful. The other news is, like the bad news is the most talented person in your city is not the most successful. So talent alone doesn't necessarily equate to success. And he's like, we just having this conversation. And I said, yo, you need somebody that like sees what the rest of the world doesn't see. So we're talking about like, we were talking about like E.T. and C.J. So E.T., immense talent. Like he goes in, best speaker in the world. But then he has this, like, he has this CJ who is like his right hand where he sees how, what can we do to disrupt this industry? The first people with a motivational mixtape, cause CJ just sees it like, yo, we're going to do a mixtape. CJ just sees this stuff. Not every, so Steve Wozniak, super talented. I can put a computer together. He's building the Apple computer, but you need a Steve Jobs who isn't the talent to be able to look at it and say, yo, why do we have all these CDs in my visor in my car? Why can't we just have all the music here? Now, how do you, how do you, I don't think that's something that you work on. I don't think you could develop the fact that you see this, but yo, I just, there, there can be, 
a thousand songs in here and we just play it from here. And most people are like, yo, what are you talking about? And Steve Jobs just sees this thing. Mm -hmm. If you are super talented, you're good at something. I think the best thing you can do is find somebody who sees it, who can see the talent, who can see like unique, creative ways of marketing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And sometimes you try to do them both and it takes away from you working on your talent or, you know what I mean? I think that speaks for most entrepreneurs, for most mm -hmm. people. Um, most people who are successful at a thing, you're, you're successful at it because you're skilled at that one thing. Mm -hmm. And then I know just speaking from my own experience, the stress factors really come in when you're focused on trying to do the parts that you're not good at, right? Especially when you're in the beginning and you don't have the money maybe to invest in the people who are good at the vision or the systems or the technical stuff, whatever it is. And you're that one person show and you're having to think about it, right? Like you design dresses, you sew them, you put them together, but how they're going to get on the models, I don't want to think about that, right? How I'm going to get all of this press, I don't want to think about that. So we have to, and this is really why building community is so important because you have all these crazy entrepreneurs in one environment and outside of this environment, people think that your dreams are crazy or they're too big or you'll never get stuff done. You meet, you match with the right person who is the right talent and then you're the right technical person or you're the right marketer or you're the right operation. Magic begins to happen. Y'all, mm -hmm. Which one do y'all think, like, if you had to pick two of your, your strongest suit, either I am really, 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 really good, talented at what I do, or you're somebody that, like, just sees it. You're, you see, like, just the whole creative process, how this could be crazy. And I, I want to just think about it for a second. But, um, my man, uh, with Happy Ice, I asked him the question of, what do you think was your, most amazing idea that you executed on. And he was talking about kind of, he was doing these pop-up shops where he'll take his, his, uh, his food truck and it'll just like pop up at different places and say, how I'm going to be here and be here. He said, yo, I started to look at my food truck as a rapper that's going on tour. And he said, yo, it's like Lil Wayne. I looked at my food truck as Lil Wayne. And he said, what we did was instead of like, yo, we're going to do pop-up shops. He said, I created a tour schedule. Like, yo, we're going on tour. And he just continued to look at it as and dress up this food truck as a rap or a rock star. He said what he was, what was happening is people would meet him in these different places. And it was so crazy. The idea was so dope. He said a mall reached out to him and they're over like mad different malls. And they're like, yo, we want you to do the tour at our malls. And he said, when we got to the different malls, it was like people lining up. They were celebrating us like we were a rapper. Like, mm. yo, they're here. Right. Just excited. But how do you, how do you come up with an idea like that? How do you see it? So, so how many people feel like you're just immensely talented? And if I had a Steve Jobs that can see why there needs to be 10,000 songs in one device, you'll be out of here. So how many people think they're a talent, talent, huge talent, talent, really, really good talent, really good. What about a visionary? Like you see the stuff. Good. Both. You guys go to the mic. You guys go to the mic. Yeah, cause I, yeah, yeah. I can't, <laughs> go that way. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
So I, I, I do believe that, you know, the, the challenge with both is though, you become super critical because you're really, really good, but the vision has to align and you got to actually do it the right way. And sometimes it makes it hard to execute. Yeah. yeah so, um, I definitely think that, uh, I'm a talent in some sense of the word, but also a visionary, but there's also levels to everything. So, um, you want to build a strong team and you also want to have people who are abstract thinkers. So while you were talking, I was also thinking like, do you want to just be the only person that has, you know, uh, creative control or influence on the direction of what you're trying to do? Or do you want to involve people who maybe have experiences in other things and success in other things? So that's where like it comes. Like what? Give me an example. Um, visionary. Like, for example, you have a podcast, mm-hmm. you know, but you also work with uh, a production team. You also have other people, um, like a, a co-host. So she has another audience or she has a different vision of how the conversation should go or how things should be covered. So even with that being said, somebody who has more experience in the area that you're in uh, is definitely very vital and important to your direction. So even though I feel like I'm a talent or I feel like I have a lot of ideas or I can elaborate or talk about what I want to do, um, somebody with experience would definitely uh, be vital and yeah. um, beneficial to what I'm doing. I think it's important to lean into one. I have mixed feelings about it. Um, if you read the book Traction, you'll see that there are people who are the talent. There are people who are the visionary. There's a very, very small percentage of people who are both, right? And I think what you have to really, really assess is which one are you? Some people who say I'm both are absolutely not both. (laughs) (laughs) You're just, you're just not both, right? And you have to start assessing what does, what does the talent do? What does the creative do? What does the visionary do? And actually identify the roles that that person will play and are you being the talent and are you being the visionary and are you doing both parts effectively? And if you're not, then you ask yourself, which one am I most effective at? The talent or the vision? But there are some people who are very, very, very good at both the execution and seeing the big picture that you're like, you're good in the details in this moment right now and you can see the big picture of it. You are also someone who's really good at it. You lean into one side, but you're really, really good at doing both. I am a both person. Depending on the role that I'm playing, I lean into one side. So when I am working with clients, I am more of the strategist that's focused on the details, right? But I have to keep the bigger picture in mind. Most of my clients don't really see their big picture clearly. When I'm working though in my business, I have someone else who focuses on the details and I'm strictly focused on the vision. In fact, one of the biggest frustrations as a CEO for me was having to, in my own business, focus on the details. But in my clients' businesses, I love focusing on the details. So I think it's, I think it's um, situational, but also facing the reality of I'm not both. But I think that's three different roles between the details, the talent, and the vision. The vision and the details are different. Like you need somebody who can focus on the details and say, okay, we're going to start a podcast, right? So for instance, the vision. 
What's up, podcaster or soon-to-be podcaster? Get ready to level up your podcast game because the number one podcast education summit of the year is back, and it's bigger and better than ever. I'm talking about the second annual podcast summit happening on July 4th and 5th in the content creation capital of the world. You already know, ATL, baby. Atlanta, Georgia, going down July 4th and 5th, two full days. Imagine this. Imagine you getting all the game you need to take your voice, your brand, your your business to the next level. Imagine getting all the insider tips. Imagine getting all the know-how that you've been craving for the last two, three, four years where you're talking about you're going to start a podcast, but you haven't yet because you don't have the tools. You don't have the tips. You don't have the tricks. I don't care if you're just starting or you're a seasoned pro. This summit has something for everyone. Picture you mastering the basics of setting up your podcast or unlocking the secrets to grow your brand on social media. We're not just talking about podcasting here. I'm talking about you want to build a long form catalog, whether it's skits, movies. We got people talking about script writing. This is an incredible experience. Imagine, imagine discovering the art of securing these lucrative sponsorship deals. And that's not all. Learn the ropes of creating a pitch deck that has sponsors knocking down your door. But wait, 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 wait. There's more. This isn't just a summit. This is an experience. I'm telling you, rub shoulders with industry leaders and you got to network with other people that are doing what you're doing. All the guests that have ever been on Social Proof Podcast, I'm giving them a free ticket. And in exchange, they promise me that they're going to sit down and do short interviews with you. We got podcast booths for our VIP members where you can sit down, pull somebody to a side and you're going to create content in real time. I know what you're thinking. How do I get a part of this podcasting paradise? Well, it's simple. All you have to do is head over to podcastsummit.com, grab your tickets now, but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, because I have something really, really special for you. I got a little treat for my early birds, people who take action. The next 20 listeners and only 20 listeners who get your tickets right now, okay? I'm not only going to give you 20% off of whatever ticket level you get, you get 20% off, but if you use the promo code Big Deal. It'll take 20% off immediately, but I'm also going to allow the first 20 people to listen to this right now to be able to bring a friend, bring a teammate, bring a partner for absolutely free. You get general admission, they get general admission. You get VIP, they get VIP. Whatever ticket level you purchase, you get to bring a friend, partner, colleague, boo thing for absolutely free. Nothing extra required. My team's going to reach out to you, get your partner's name, or if you don't have the person you no, right now, yet you got time, no pressure, you get us back. But use that code big deal that triggers to let us know you get to bring someone for free. So don't wait. So secure your spot at the number one podcast education summit in the country. Join us July 4th and 5th in Atlanta. Let's turn your podcast dreams into a reality, y'all. Head over to podcastsummit.com. Use promo code big deal at checkout and get your tickets now don't miss out on the opportunity to take your podcast to new heights take your brand to new heights take your business to new heights with this unprecedented offer okay i'll see you at the summit and don't forget to use promo code big deal Dictionary says yo you know what'd be dope we do a podcast where we're breaking down music Mm-hmm. Like rap songs. So there was, I, and I, I love talking. I was, I was telling this, the kids this. I was, I was listening to a song. You know how somebody puts a song on Instagram and you're like, oh, I heard that in a minute. And you go to Spotify, you listen to it. That's what happened. So there's, there's a song, You you Must Love Me by Jay Z. Y'all remember that song? 
First, you know, tell us how I go. That's crazy. Spit real quick. No, 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 it's all good. It was, uh, it was the last song on. Um, I don't think it was Reasonable Doubt. It might have been Volume One. Volume One. So the first verse, he's telling this story of how um, his mother only like motivated him, but he sold his mom crack. And he, uh, we're looking at a story. It wasn't. He was talking about his mom. He was talking about like people in that situation. He said. Um, Constant motivate. You never let them hold, never let them hold you back. What I do, turn around and I sold you crack. I was something for that. Something drowning in shame. Something, 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 something. You're not to blame. So he's telling this story of how he regrets how he treated the person who birthed him and loved him. Mm-hmm. She always tried to motivate him. Second verse, right? He's telling, he's recounting a story of how he shot his brother. So, Y'all remember, right? The the song? He said, Where my rings? Knew you had it because you took too long. As Mickey, Annie, and the girl that bought it looked on, huffing and puffing, gun in my hand, told you step outside, hoping you said no, but you hurt my pride. So he invited his brother to come see him outside. Jay-Z has a gun on him. He walks downstairs and he shoots his brother. He's telling the story, but through his through his mind this whole time, he's knowing he's wrong but he's doing it anyway. Mm -hmm. The third verse, he starts talking about this girl that he absolutely, oh, and he said at the end of that verse, he said, um, how could I go out that way? Still, you asked to see me in the hospital the next day. You must love me, right? So he's talking about the people that love him that he Mm -hmm. does dirty. Third Mm -hmm. verse is, I guess, a girl that he's dating and he straps her with some drugs, puts her on the plane. And at the end of the verse, he says, um, he said, how could I, um, Pretty much, what will make me sacrifice your life mm. for this money? You must love me. Mm-hmm. So it's a man that's torn between the lifestyle that he has, the stuff that he does, and he's hurting the people along the way. There could be a dope podcast mm-hmm. behind that. Let's just take the music and let's break down what's being said in the songs. Mm-hmm. It takes a Steve Jobs to think of that. Yo, you know what would be dope? Let's do this idea. But then it has to be a talent, somebody who really knows music and can relate the stories in the music to actual life. Mm-hmm. Somebody that's best in the world at, yo, no, I understand the song and they know what's going on in the new news and how they can relate that, put it together and be a dope podcast host. Now, the person who comes up with the idea may not necessarily be the best podcast host to be able to facilitate a conversation, right? But then you need the person who's actually going to record it, edit it, make it look right and present it a certain way, Mm -hmm. right? That's three different roles to produce something amazing. Mm -hmm. But I think it's important to identify what you are because if you know what you are, you can go find the rest. You might have really good ideas and now you're just looking for talent. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm doing right now with this podcast network. I want to build out a podcast network and I'm going to come up with the concepts and then find really talented people to fulfill this particular concept. But then we still need somebody focusing on the details because I'm not into, okay, is the name registered? How's this name going to come across? Um, I mean, is it, is it, you know, what, what industry are we focused on? All that kind of stuff. I just got a good idea. But let's say you're the talent and you know you could do that. You need to find somebody who has a visionary that knows what to do with the talent. Mm-hmm. So I think those are just three strong components that we need to look for to really build something. I would 100% love to just be talent right now, yeah. but I can't find anybody that like can take me and 
and be like, come up with something, just an amazing idea and be able to execute. Mm-hmm. So you're also operating as your own visionary. Yeah, right now. Mm-hmm. Right now. But I don't want to. I'd rather mm-hmm. lean into one. I'd rather focus on being dope. Yeah, but you are a born visionary and people who are born visionaries never stop leaning into their imagination of things that can happen. True. You're always going to think about ideas. I'm always going to think about ideas and and you just so happen to be the talent. And the key to that is to find the executors, find those people who can take your vision now and allow you to be the talent in it because you only have to communicate the vision one time sure. to the right team. And then you sit and be the talent and then everybody else are in the details of making it happen. But the struggle comes in trying to be all of those things and not really understanding which role you are. We did an episode a while back about um, number twos, being super strong number twos. And this kind of leans into that, right? So many people want to be the talent when realistic, you're just not the talent. And a good example of that are songwriters in the mm. music industry who can sing. Yep. You can sing. You're behind off. But there's something about you that's not putting you in. And, and you're chasing the dream of being a singer. You believe that your talent is being the singer. But the record producers and the artists believe that your talent is actually just in writing the songs mm-hmm. like we get it you're pretty but you're missing personality or you got personality but you're missing the look that we're looking for or whatever it is so miscalculating what the talent actually is and trying so hard so hard and you, you hear about these stories all the time man I was trying to be an artist and I was in the studio dem- demoing songs and then such and such artist walked in and was like yo let me get that and then you end up being a songwriter and you thrive but all the time you spent trying to be the main attraction, the singer, the artist. Yeah, 100%. But yeah, I think record labels do that, right? They have an amazing talent, then they hire a marketing department. Mm -hmm. And the marketing department's job is to say, yo, what can we do with this? Mm -hmm. In a unique way. So obviously, I, I hope you all just at least start to think through, how can I approach this in a unique way? Because a good idea is just a good idea. But if you don't approach the market in a unique way, it's just a good idea. Oh, that's really good. Anybody feel like you got a really good idea? In your head, it's a really good idea, but for some reason, people ain't buying. For some reason, for some reason, it's not, it's not sticking. You're like, yo, this is the most amazing idea in the world. Who in here has a good idea that people just aren't buying? Anybody? Come on. Let's do it. Let's do it. Like an amazing idea that you tried to put out there and people just don't seem to be buying. And you can't figure out why. Yo, I, this is, y'all don't see this? Like, this is phenomenal. How many, or I guess, how long should we execute before we come to you all, um, Mr. Steve Jobs? Because it doesn't have to be, it doesn't, y'all, if y'all come up with a, I mean, you just got to find somebody that believes in what y'all doing. Mm Mm-hmm. It don't, it don't have to be a certain amount of time. You know what I mean? Like I've seen some really good products and like super, ta- okay. So me and Donnie, we'd be like thinking about it all the time. We see somebody with a dope talent. We like, yo, we can partner with them because we're going to, we're going to see some stuff and we can see how that talented person can just be talented, but we can give the creative marketing mm-hmm. to it. But isn't that like someone going on Shark Tank with no sales? Like, you know what I'm saying? 
they get deals. Rarely ever. Rarely ever does anyone that go on Shark Tank with no sales get a deal because they're like, your valuation is like way too high. Every time. Every time. Not necessarily the case. There are some people who have no sales. They get deals. There are some people who have a whole bunch of sales that don't get deals. Yeah. Absolutely. The talented person says, yo, I... Or they're either buying the talent or the vision. There's some people that got an amazing plan and they can answer all the questions and they're like, yo, I ve- Ooh, I got some resources that all this person needs is a little fuel on the fire. If you got, so for instance, yeah, I, I don't want to keep like reading, <laughs> but my, my, my point is you just got to show how good you are and I promise you, somebody's going to be like, yo, I want part to that. Yeah. So my, my man, um, Lamel with the happy ice joint. His product was so good. And he said he was, uh, and I hate to give away that, but y'all's going to watch the episode when it drops. But he said um, that this guy walks up with his family and they buy some and he tastes it and his family's tasting it. And he said, the guy asked, yo, is this as amazing as I think it is? Yo, he's asking his family. His family's like, yes, that's good. So long story short, I'm really telling the whole episode, right? It's crazy, but y'all, y'all my family. So he says, um, he says the guy invites, invites him to his house to be a, um, to be a vendor at a bar mitzvah, right? He says, yo, he sees all these major brands there, like big brands there. And more, I'm, I don't want to tell the whole story, but long story short, this guy, I think he, he, he invented something and sold it for like 450 million, 650 million, something like that. And the product was so good. I guess the branding on the truck was really, really good. The guy says, yo, I want to invest in that. And they cut a deal and they invested in it simply because he worked. You'll hear a story on how he worked on perfecting this product. And then when someone experienced the product, you're like, yo, this is amazing. I would love to give you my money. So. Which brings me to another way of doing business, like even. And I'm sorry, because that could have been his first sale today. I didn't know. Mm -hmm. He just knows this product's amazing. Sorry. Yeah. Brings us to another way to do business. Like some some of you, some entrepreneurs are struggling because you're staying in an idea too long. Mm. You may come up with these incredible ideas. And you find a David and a Donnie who wants to buy it, but I don't want you in it. But they stay attached. <laughs> like, I might not necessarily see your value in it. You have an amazing idea. Maybe you were a visionary, but that's kind of the end of your road. You have to also ask yourself, do I have a marketable idea that I just need to sell? And maybe you're such a great visionary that your vision allows you to come up with all of these ideas that you just sell off to whoever wants to buy it. And that's your way to your creating your legacy and your financial freedom. But there's so many people who just want to stay attached to that idea because it's their idea. Yeah. 100%. And you make no money. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? For my brand. And then I have the talent, but I struggle with, I guess, marketing it. And also, um, I guess like I, I feel like I need more people like to help implement. Give me the vision. So uh, my vision for my fashion brand is to build it into a household name, uh, a couture household name. 
And my vision for my sewing company is to help other black women do all the right, same thing. All right. Hey, y'all, I ain't going to lie, man. They sent me this Eufy lock. Think about being on the couch. Someone rings the doorbell. Your child left their key at school, and they need you to get off the couch to open the door. Well, you don't have to do it anymore with this Eufy lock. You can open, unlock, see who's at the door all on your phone. It's super easy to install. You can set up with just a Phillips screwdriver, no drilling required. It's keyless entry so it's no more fumbling for your keys when your hands are full coming from the grocery store 0.3 second fingerprint recognition listen you put your fingerprint on there you don't have, even if you got you got your bags you put one finger out there boop you get to unlock your door that way no battery anxiety you don't have to worry about the battery dying quick charging it's incredible also passcode unlocking and remote control with a 2K clear sight camera so you can see who's at the front door. You're in control anywhere from the app. Enhanced night vision. It's absolutely incredible. No monthly fee either. So unlike other brands that charge a monthly fee, you have you have uh, recordings locally, and you don't have to pay for the storage. Customer support is on 10. Listen, Ufi is on standby for you 24-7 so you can enjoy a worry-free experience with an 18-month warranty. All backed by our professional customer service team. Listen, you can contact them anytime, telephone, email, or live chat. Okay? Listen, you need this Ufi lock. You need to look it up. All you have to do is go to the official website, Ufi, E-U-F-Y dot com. I just... Order mine, okay? I love this product. It is incredible. It's a game changer. It makes life so much easier, right? So if you have a video doorbell already or any smart lock, it's it's, it's time to replace it. It's time to replace it. So listen, search Eufy, E-U-F-Y, video lock. Search Eufy, video lock. That's E-U-F-Y. FY video lock or visit ufiofficial.com forward slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door. Okay? You can get a complete control of your front door, your life, back door. Incredible. Okay? So search Ufy, E U F Y video lock or visit ufiofficial.com forward slash video lock. All right. All right. Steve Jobs' vision was it? I want every. I don't. I want my brand to be a household name. Mm-hmm. Vision. Vision is like, how can we like disrupt specifically? Mm-hmm. At the end of the movie, Steve Jobs' movie, he sees a computer with two speakers on the side, and he says to himself, "Yo, why are there speakers on the side? Why can't they just be all in one unit?" That's that's like, yo, this is this can disrupt the world. Uh, Jeff Bezos, who owns Amazon, he's like, yo, I, sw- I want to bring the community together. Or I want everybody to know what Amazon is. His vision is like, yo, how can I get 100,000 stores to vend in a virtual mall? Mm-hmm. How do you disrupt your industry? You shake things up. Like, she's coming. She's powerful. That's vision. Everybody got a vision for my brain. Oh, I want everybody to be the number one podcast. Or I want to, like, vi- specific creative vision is something when people hear it, they're like, yo. You desire to be a household brand. You have a burning desire to be a household brand, just like the Gucci's, the Louis Vuitton's, the Guesses, whatever it is. 
but what's the vision? What vision is going to make you a household brand? Okay, that makes sense. So you have a talent. You're leaning more towards talent. And everybody here has a vision. But I'm talking about where you could see stuff. I'm talking about somebody to see visions of, yo, that would be crazy. Mm Mm-hmm. No gas. Mm-hmm. I see it. I can see no the gas. car moving. No gas. In fact, I see it so clearly that I now see a world without gas stations at all. 100%. Yo, I was at CJ House one time. This was years ago. He was like, yo, the, he said, I I really be having like these visions and these ideas. He's like, yo, I, I was asking myself the other day, why does, why do cars still have four wheels? Why can't it be like on a little ball and it just... I'm talking about like just seeing somebody, somebody saw, yo, okay, we got all these drivers on Uber. Why do we need a driver? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do we need a driver? Tesla. But, <laughs> 100%. Tesla. Do people really need to be using their hands and paying attention? Like, is there not mm-hmm. an easier way to prevent accidents? The average person would never even see that. A car driving without a human. Most people never see cars flying like people, people, the average person who's not a visionary thinks that the Jetsons was just far fetched imagination. Visionaries see it and like one day, I don't know if it's going to be in our lifetime, but one day they're going to be flying cars. A hundred percent sitting in traffic like, yo, why? Look at all this space between where I'm at in traffic and the airplane. Why Why are you still doing that? (laughs) Why are we still doing that? Why can't I get a little Yo, we, spitter wheel? We've been in clouds in the air. <laughs> <laughs> what's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Um, my name is at big homie underscore the credit finesse. Um, I was the visionary. I didn't. When I came out with the credit finesse reloaded, I was like, all right, I'm gonna just make a course for myself until I was like, you know what? I don't know everything. I know what I know and I'm good at what I know. So I may, I may as well bring on other talent. So I built out a financial literacy course. Um, and my goal is to show people how to get access to trust money. Uh, we may call it other people money, those credit cards. That's not, that's not. Um, yeah, somebody, somebody told us somewhere down the line that we're supposed to be paying back bills. Federal law says different. So I'm out to free a thousand people. For 2022. So they don't pay no bills? Hold on. Hold on. You don't pay no bills? I don't pay no bills with my money. Who do you pay bills? My trust money. Who, where you get the, how you get money in the trust? You already have a billion dollars in your trust. What you just mean? don't know it. And they, and they made sure you didn't know that. So you tapped into some money that you ain't have to work for and you pay your bills with that money. Since 1933, we've always supposed to be living for free. Since HJR 192 and gold and silver was taken out of circulation. So you got a billion dollars? You got a billion dollars. Do you have a billion dollars? Yes. Can I get a million dollars? Yes. Can I have a million dollars? Yeah, can you give me a million dollars? Can I get a million from you? Uh, I can show you how to get yours. No, 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 no. If you have a billion, I'm trying to, what, can I have a, can I have a hundred thousand out of this free billion that you got? You're not going to spend the whole billion, right? Yes, I will. Which one? Why not? Now I'm I got asking. assets to get. Huh? I got assets to get. Why do you need assets when you got a billion dollars? I'm not going to be here all the time. What I know goes with me. 
So that's why I'm here to teach other people how to get access. So to you don't pay none of your, like you don't, what do you sell? What's your product? It's Credit Finesse Reloaded. It's a financial literacy course that actually introduces people to the laws that were actually hidden from us. And gotcha. like, so what do you do with that money to make from the course? Um, I reinvested. Um, I started getting my trust built out, uh, reinvested in marketing. You got to build out the trust or you already get the billion? Oh, no, no. The trust is protect you and to protect you and to get you out of this matrix. That but we the have. billion's already in the trust, though, right? Yes. Why is the course not free? You already got a billion. Oh. You need these few oh, hundred dollars. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I thought it wasn't business. Everything's business. Somebody making money off you right now. Your, your birth certificate is being traded on the securities and exchange market right now. So what he is saying holds some truth, right? I, I feel like I've never seen nobody actually go, oh, you want to build it? You want to? I need 30000 right now out of my bill. What he is communicating, oh. based on what I've learned in the, rec- in the last year about trust, holds some truth. You're just doing a terrible job at communicating it. Yes, <laughs> like, I, 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 know, I know. That's why I was telling you the other day. I was like, I need to go on the Brain Picker podcast because I know, I, I believe in my product. My people believe in my product. To date, I've started pre-sales from first to today, 25K. Right. On my pre-sales. I, and, and let me be clear. I don't know that our birthright has given us all a billion dollars through a trust. I do know that putting a trust in place protects your assets heavily uh, from your person. So I, I know those things. You and, put I know, something in the trust. and I know that you do. And I know that there are certain birthrights that the average person is unaware of. I don't know that it's a billion dollars, right? But that just also goes back to now you got a bunch of people who are looking at you saying you're selling hope and dreams and a bunch of BS. If you go get we, me a million dollars out of your billion, I give you 1.1. How long is it going to take for you to get the money? How long is it going to take for me to get the money? Yeah, to get the... He thought somebody asked the question again. How long is it going to take? How long is it going to take This is looking like a real Megan Thee Stallion, Gail King interview right now. <laughs> hey, what? So did you have sex? So You mean sexual intercourse? <laughs> me and him? Well, see this? Oh, no. Oh, no. This is my thing. This is my thing. This is my thing. When you say sex, do you mean sex like the real kind or <laughs> we talking about cash money, spendable, not monopoly? Uh, that's just what I'm yeah, everything is monopoly. You just don't think that it's monopoly. Right, Jesus right. Christ. In layman's <laughs> can you put your hands on a million dollars to put in my hands right now? From the billion right dollars. Now? No, I can't do it right now. It's a process. Can we do it by the end of business today? <laughs> no. How long does it take to get the money out of the billion? It depends on how long it takes for your um for everything to get built up. For you, you probably already got good credit. What's so the most for you it's gonna be a lot easier than somebody who don't. But I'm talking about you. What's the most that you've pulled from this billion dollars? Uh, I pulled hundred K last year. And you don't gotta pay it back to nobody. I haven't. Huh? I haven't. You don't the have nobody's does. expecting the money back? I haven't. This is what I'm telling you. No, you I, I understand you haven't. <laughs> I haven't paid off my student loans. I get that part. But I'm talking about nobody's expected, nobody's sending you a, a letter saying, yo. They're not sending it to him personally. And like at the end of the day, you got to ask yourself, am I trying to be cute or am I trying to make sales? Because right now it's like a whole lot of cute happening right now. I don't care about the sales. I just want people to be aware. That's the thing. Well, but you're not making anybody aware is what you got to understand. There's no awareness happening right now. It it sounds ridiculous, right? And there's some truth to what you're saying. So if your mission 
is to educate people that they have access to these things that can really free a nation. You got to tighten up how you communicate that. 100% understood. Because I, I heard you got access to a billion dollars and I'm trying to think why if he has access to a billion dollars he's selling a course and his hype about the 25,000. I don't get it. Um, so this is for my daughter. But you like got the I billion said, for your daughter. Okay, all right, yeah, okay. All right. If, if, if okay. I die today, right. what I know goes with me. I don't yeah, have, but your trust doesn't. Why can't we I don't just have pull it a billion and That's what I'm saying. I'm setting up my trust now. You about to activate my frustration to the whole other. <laughs> you have the trust with the billion or you're setting it up? No, you already have it. I'm having to, I'm putting the trust together so I don't own anything and I control everything. That's the reason for the trust. So you put a trust together to get the money from the billion dollar trust. No, I don't need the trust. I need the trust just in case I leave here today and I die today. Everything I know goes with me. My billion goes with me. That's what I'm saying. The trust in the course and all of this, so my she business won't even need your billion if she got her own. So she yes. got her own. But she doesn't so why are we know leaving her 25 know, She doesn't sure. know what I know. Right. What are we doing here? What yeah, what's, doing? We, we have to talk about it because I, I don't, I don't want to go down a rabbit hole, but moral of the story, the reason we go through all this stuff is there's something to be said. That's why I always ask people when you're selling, especially like education, I want to know one, have you done the thing that you're selling yourself? Yes. And two, how many other people have you helped? Yeah. Because we say, okay, well, I helped five people. Well, there's more than five different types of situations, which really doesn't make you a guru. I Like, tell me, like, uh, my man Kenny, he'll, he'll always give his numbers on how many points. How many points has it been? Like, the... Hundreds of thousands. Hundreds of... We've gotten... 200 hun- plus thousand points. Hundreds of thousands of points raised. That's somebody I want to talk to. I get it. A hundred percent. Education, he knows it. He's been through so many different situations. There's so many. I, I just want, I want to see one. Have you done, done what you're selling? And do you have enough like receipts? But here's what's cool. Here's what's cool. If you go through that process, that means you have a skill set. But that won't guarantee you getting to the level that you, you'd like to. Mm-hmm. You still need that person that says, how can I take this talent and offer it to the world in a very unique way? Some people just don't think that. They, you, don't, you don't think like that. And that's not something that you practice. I think some people are just born with, yo, this would be crazy. Really good idea. And too many people die with that too. 100%. Because you're not finding the executor. Yep. You're afraid to communicate your vision for whatever reason. It sounds foolish. It sounds too good to be true. Like imagine if Steve Jobs didn't say, why can't it all just be in a handheld device? Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. 
we'd all still be rolling through our CD books yep. in the car. There's some amazing, I'm t- they're the great thinkers. Think about the telephone. There was one point where if I was going to say something to you, I got to see you. Mm-hmm. Or write it down. But even that, somebody said, yo, how can I more effectively get this letter from here to there? So where was the first post office? Or did, did the person set up a post office in every city first? And how you do that? I'm in LA. It's a place called Soho. Soho mm-hmm. Social Club. Mm-hmm. The craziest thing. And I just, I just can't. I was just so frustrated because I can't think of how he did it. They have 40 social clubs all around the world. So I'm with my boy AD. They got a couple of them in LA, a couple in New York. They got one in Miami, I believe. And he said he was somewhere else, whether it was like Denmark or something like that. He said, yeah, I went to one there, wherever it was. It's a members only club where it's like $5,000 to get in, but there's a, um, you got to be accepted. They actually denied Kim Kardashian from being a member. Like, no, you can't be here. Mm-hmm. Crazy. But like, you go to the club, it's like, he took me to this big building. It's like two or three restaurants in there. They got a gym. They have hotel rooms. But you can only get in and socialize if one, you're like a, in LA, you got to really be like a creative, stuff like that, right? You get in and you can like use the amenities and maybe bring like a guest or whatever, a guest or two. But how did they set that up mm-hmm. and have 40 of them all around the world? Mm-hmm. They have almost 60,000 people on a wait list. Wow. 119,000 members all pay $5,000 a year. That's the membership. But you still got to go in and you're going to buy some drinks. You're going to buy food. Yeah. You want to rent one of the hotels for the night. Like you could do screenings there, like members only. Crazy. And I cannot think of how they did that. It's crazy. Go for it. But that's the kind of stuff that like for a, for a, a creative and a visionary, that's the, that's the kind of stuff that really gets me excited. Like, mm-hmm. yo, how did you pull this off? How? So how? AD says, he's like, yo, get one in Atlanta. He said, I, I come in as an investor. Okay. He's like, huh? They do have the gathering spot. That's 200, I think like $200 a month or something like that. That's really dope. But I think more of like a, I guess a higher level gathering spot. But I see what they're doing, right? Because they got one in Atlanta and they're putting one in LA. I want to say it might be open. And DC. And New York. They're running the model. They're running the model. Like, and he was telling me that there's certain restaurants. It's just a restaurant, but you can't get in unless you're a member. So I'm thinking, how the heck do you do that? And AD is like, yo, you got to just go to all the parties and just start telling people about this membership that's coming. And then you launch with a few of them. And I'm like, or we set up a restaurant that's really, really good food. And we start telling certain people that this will be members only in a little bit. You want to be on a waiting list. And then one day a regular person is going to go to that restaurant and they can't get in. Can't get in. This is the kind of stuff for create like people that think like big, big. This is the kind of stuff that get me off. I'm like, God. Yeah. No. He has an idea he was telling me about that will line. I don't want to. I don't want to put it out. No, yeah, for sure. I want to put it because he he's like really thinking about doing this and it'll line exactly 
And if you guys got together, yeah. It is. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> the way he fixed his mouth, y'all should see that. Mm-hmm. Okay, go ahead. Last one because we hungry. <laughs> hungry. It was just a quick question. Um, I was sitting here thinking, and um, you all was talking about the visionaries, your implementers, and what would you call the group of people when you had your business, you had your visionaries, and you had a group of visionaries that you bounced the ideas off of. What would you call that when you had that? group or a collective of visionaries for your business? What would you call that? It was just a quick question for that. It could be a mastermind. 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 It could be an accountability group. It can be a board of directors. It It can be a group of friends. It could be a group of friends. It could be the morning meetup. It could be brunch. It could be brunch. It could be let's go to brunch. Yeah, let's go to brunch, talk business. Like We do that all the time. What's the significance of giving it a name? Um, Well, so it could be that's the actual thing that we're coming to do. Like, and is it for the same business? For like the same all, business. Yeah. Like, that's that's what the job is. Yeah, you can make it. That can be what your initial board of directors yeah. is. That's a what circle of, of CEOs do. Yeah, a group of visionaries who get together for one common vision. Yeah, yep. grow it. Yep. But it takes a it takes somebody that can actually pull that off. How do you get yeah. people all together in one room? Mm-hmm. Gotcha. High level. Okay. Thank you. Um, valuable, guys. Y'all got yeah. something from today? Yeah. Good, good, good. Okay. Um, you want to go first? We're done. This episode was brought to you by Six Figure EDU. Six Figure EDU, you guys, is the dopest community for coaches, consultants, and course creators. Listen, if you are like any of the people that you saw here today and you know something about something and other people need to know it too, you want to teach people, you want to coach people, you need to connect with me at sixfigureedu.com, S-I-X figureedu.com. We fully train and develop you from scratch. Also, post to paid for those established entrepreneurs who are struggling to convert, connect, and communicate with people on your social media channels. You just don't know what to post. The material looks wild. Good. It's nice. Good. Keep going. You don't know what to post to connect and convert your audience from followers into buyers. Post to pay literally sends out three text message prompts every single day directly to your cell phone with what exactly you should be posting on social media to do just that. Convert, connect, and get cash from your followers. Uh, and you can get information about that by texting 404-737-2767. Just text the words post to pay. You can also text just to get on my list for business tips and, and, and tricks and hacks that I send out at least weekly. 404-737-2767. David is, I'm sorry, distracting me about the material of my dress while he's sitting here wearing Lycra jeans. I want a Sprite so bad. It's crazy. I, mean, I don't know what it is. This whole episode, I'd be like, I don't know, just craving a Sprite. It's crazy. All right. Um, this episode is sponsored by The Morning Meetup. TheMorningMeetup.com is the only organization that gathers every single day. If you want to learn and grow and find a community of entrepreneurs that you can learn from, collaborate with, be inspired by, um, you need to join The Morning Meetup. We actually have an app. Did y'all know we had an app? Y'all in the app? Good. Go to the morning meetup on all your app stores. Join the app. Okay. Um, we have a phenomenal book club. Just amazing. I will talk to you every single day of every single week for every single year. If you just sign up, I'll be there every day. 
Monday through Friday, um, teaching entrepreneurship, coaching you all. We get together. Um, you have access to these live recordings. So that's why most of the people are here because uh, they're in the morning meetup. So go to themorningmeetup.com and uh, enroll. Get the app. Okay. Yep. Let's do it. Oh, oh, we can't not mention the Brain Picker podcast. Can't not. New we websites can't. up. Go to the website, y'all, real quick. Tell me what you see. Yeah, go, go real Brain quick. Podcast. Brainpickerpodcast.com. Brainpickerpodcast.com. That's not a website. And then just. Blurt out the first word that you think when you see this website. Brainpickerpodcast.com. Podcast.com. I see the website. It's just, it's it's like the chuckles like, dang, that's lit. What'd y'all say? Listen, man, that was pretty cool. Pretty cool. <laughs> he mad because um, we told no. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, man. That was, that was a Steve Jobs moment for me. It really was. I'm like, yo, how can we not only coach people? Cause we don't do like, we don't do like one-on-one coaching, either one of us, but how can we put attention on individual businesses? How can we make money, but how can we expose the people that we're coaching to our audience? Mm-hmm. And it's just a perfect storm. So um, go to brainpickerpodcast.com. We'd love to coach you and get you in front of people. Just get you in front of an audience. I believe that you, if you spent $3,000 on Facebook ads, it's not going to nearly get you the result of being in front of our audience and on our YouTube, which lasts forever. Yeah. It's there forever. There's no way you can get in front of that many people for that long for this investment and you get, and you get like the coaching because we're really, yeah. really, really good at this. Really, so, really good at go to that podcast. It's time for you guys to go ahead and get your episode on the calendar. Yeah. Oh, you just paid for it. Are you just waiting to get it on the calendar? I don't know what we're waiting for. Come join the most amazing live mentorship and accountability group for entrepreneurs every morning. Let's go. The, the morning meetup. You have a business idea you need to get off the ground. Do you currently work a nine to five and are looking for supplemental income? Come and network with like-minded individuals and take your business to the next level. Every morning from 8 to 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time with David Shand and friends. Try The Morning Meetup today for just $1. Head over to themorningmeetup.com. That's themorningmeetup.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. 
With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.